Turns out there's a bit of theft when it comes to tsunami sirens we're learning this morning. Since last October, 21 of them have been nicked. And that's just across Auckland. Auckland Emergency Management, Adam Maggs, is with us. Adam, morning. Yeah, kill to Mike. So they end up on cars. Well, look, we're not sure where they end up. The, the, the problem with them is that they can't really be retrofitted for, um, for sound or music. So uh, when they do nick them, basically they're useless. Oh, I thought they ended up on cars for music battles. No, no, that, we're not sure, actually, because from talking to the suppliers that uh, do the software, they said it's very hard to, to alter them, so they're pretty much useless. So uh, if so, so you're spending a lot of time and energy stealing something that has literally no you have no use for? Yeah, absolutely. Look, and in terms of our network, almost 50% of the, the current tsunami siren network is compromised because of the thefts, um, you know, huge number. Do excuse my ignorance, where are they? Are they up a pole? They're up a pole, yes. Yeah. So, so our units tend to be mounted up a pole. They have a, 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 a hardware unit, and then they have what's called um, siren horns, and they're the things that obviously make the noise. Um, we've got 42 sites across our network, predominantly in the west coast and the east coast, right. um, and of those, we've had 52 siren units stolen since mid-2022. Is this just in Auckland, or are you having problems around the country? Uh, look, it's primarily in Auckland for us, um, to be honest. And, you know, the challenge for us is that these siren products that they're stealing, um, they're actually now sourced offshore. Um, they're a discontinued line. Um, they're almost at the end of their design life. So for mm. us, while we haven't made the decision yet, we're actually doing some analysis to see whether or not it's sustainable to just keep replacing them because, you know, it's a challenge for us. So given they're up a pole and you can't use them, how much energy and effort would you have to do to actually undo them and nick them? Well, look, I would expect quite a bit. And, and in addition, it's also very dangerous because you're basically unplugging them from the, the live wires. So 230 volts you're playing with, basically. Right. So what, we're, what you're telling us, there's a lot of really thick people in Auckland who are thieves. Well, yeah. well yes, there's some people that really don't respect the fact that um, we've got these tools that are used for warning the public and uh, and that network is, is really compromised. What's it cost? What's a new one cost? Look, it's actually quite a lot. Um, we haven't got fixed prices because, as I say, it's a discontinued line, so uh, it'd have to be manufactured overseas, and the order quantity to, to pull a discontinued line into manufacturing mm. is quite a significant number. So we're exploring that, but it's in the tens, tens of thousands. Jeez, all unit. right. Well, all I can do is uh, thick people don't listen to this program, Adam, so I can't make a call out for them not to do it, but <laughs> all I can do is yeah. wish you the best with it. Adam Maggs, who is with the... Uh, uh, Auckland emergency. Are, are, they, are they repurposing them for something? Maybe like a like a plant pot holder. Well, that's what or... I thought. There was for music battles. You know, because you get a horn, you put it in your you know your lowered Subaru. I mean, you know, it's cool to have like a, a street sign or something in your bedroom, isn't it? But I just don't know about a tsunami, no. or is it people who are just really worried about tsunamis? I should ask my wife about that. She used to steal street signs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's her. She she's the kind she's of reprobate sort of who probably go up a pole and. Probably would risk have. electrocuting herself. Actually, if she ever gets well, because I mean, there was that time she got you know going over the fence at school, right? Yeah, that wasn't really a crime. That just cost her the um, what do you get called the the, the head prefect? Well, what so, I'm saying is she's got form for climbing oh, up things illegally. Dodgy as, dodgy as, but she's got laryngitis at the moment. So she says, or does she? <laughs> yeah, we're watching. Eh?
I just mean, she can't really say anything, can she? No, she can't. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6 a.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. 90% of parenting is just thinking about when you can have a break. And when you do take a break, enjoy the Parenting Hangover podcast. They go together like a tutu and jandals. We've said from the get-go, we ain't parenting experts. No. But it's cool to hear, what is your neighbour doing? What do they say? A problem shared is a problem halved. Oh, that's good. Not that my children are problems, but I feel better talking about it. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.